Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Forever. Dog. Well, people, it's happened to us. I'm in London. It really just me. I don't know. Dan's here, so I thought us. But it really just happened to me, Dan. <laughs> you look great. Really? You think so? Yeah, you already look very, like, fab Avengers-y today, like, mm. with the uh, black, like, sweater. You look very uh, chic. Thank you, Dan. Well, let me explain what's going on. First of all, it's my first uh, podcast taping inside of the London lockdown. It's also the first <laughs> taping that we're doing since Biden got elected president, so... Um, and I don't feel like I'm jinxing it by saying it, even though we're recording this on a Friday. I'm watching the results come in. But I'll yeah. be honest with you, my, I'm having technical problems today. And I know that it's not professional to bring it up. But I think it's important because I'm in an echoey Airbnb and I can't hear myself. And it's, it's actually going to make me lose my mind. That's all I can say. I just don't feel like I'm really doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. Stay tuned for the, the mind loss. <laughs> this episode. No, do you know it's like I wish I could actually take yeah. the headphones out because then I can at least you know parlay with you. But it's this, yeah, this sucks. Anyway, um, no. all right. Well, that's what happens in a Biden-led America, I guess. My I know, I know, it's already falling apart. Already falling <laughs> apart. Uh, hi, everybody. It's Midnight Snack. I'm Michelle Collins. I'm here with an adorable, very suave-looking Dan Acton. Uh, oh, thank you, Dan, who has so many fans now. He really something happened. I don't know. You you've usurped me. <laughs> on the podcast now you have never 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 (laughs) 
<laughs> never uh, usurp the master. That's the first law of power. That's my tramp stamp. And I had that put on in high school because my mom made me get it. <laughs> anyway, I barely slept. Let me, I barely slept and then I barely slapped makeup on my face for this. But let me add that I am in London. Uh, I came here for a number of reasons, not really interested in getting into them um, with any of you guys. Just know that I'm following the rules. I landed last Saturday, and uh, well, let's talk about the flight. First of all, Dan, how are you? How are you feeling? It's a day of celebration. It's so exciting. It's I'm ready to celebrate, but I feel like I've been on day quill like for 150 hours this week. I actually am Um, drinking my first rose of the week. Um, Oh, really? Yes, because you know it's evening here. It's like six o'clock, so I'm like, okay, I can actually have. A wine, whereas normally at noon, I don't like to drink when the sun is up. I'm like a, an alcoholic vampire. Like I need to be in the dark. <laughs> well, I'm having my first uh, iced coffee of the week, actually. Yeah. So I'll get more like hyper and scattered and you can get more chill. Oh, and it's going to be great. And once again, you're <laughs> surfing the master. And we've talked about this. We talked about it minutes ago. Not even. Uh, <laughs> so let me, let me read that stamp again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me pull it up for you. By the way. The lighting. So I'm in this beautiful apartment. I almost want to like spin my laptop around, even though I sent you pictures already. But it's it's genuinely, dare I say, beyond my means where I am. It's um, cute. It's really nice. And it's like two stories, but the lighting upstairs is like too bright. Like it's a different lighting scheme than what I have in New York. And you know how when you go to a hotel and there's just new lighting where you just discover things mm. about yourself that you're like, fuck, what? Like that is on my body? Like, because you, your own lighting. I do think that in my apartment or flat in New York, kill me, uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. that I've set it up in a way that's like very flattering to me, obviously. Like, you know, I love a restoration hardware, warm bulb. I'm sure. Yeah. I love a filtered moment. Like I love all of that. Upstairs here, they have those hi-hat lights, like those halogen inset lights. Oh. And I have to do my hair up there. And I literally found stretch marks on parts of my body. I'm not joking. You. I was like, like I have, well, why I'm saying it is I have lower back stretch marks. And I was like, I, not a okay. ton, and they're white. They're, you would only see them if you shined a, an inspector's flashlight on yeah, my ass like back, a... basically. <laughs> but I was just like, what the fuck? Like, imagine having something on your body, probably for years and years, that I'm assuming some guys have noticed, <laughs> depending on the night. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't say anything to me? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were you expecting? Just like a tap on the shoulder? Like. <laughs> Yeah, to be like, hey, I'm sorry. Well, it's funny because I don't want to like name any names, but I had a friend who had his sister had them, and the only reason why I remember that is because her husband used to call them her tiger stripes, which I always, <laughs> which I always thought was like horrible. I was like, look, like tiger stripes, <laughs> and that's what it looked like. I was like, oh, like for those who are actually barfing, I get it, but they're just. What I swear, like I've looked at my back a million times, you would never notice it unless literally there is a neon light shining right. there, you know? Uh, I've had things like that. I'm sure I have some kind of, uh, ti- I'm sure I got my tiger stripes uh, somewhere, but like I also have like some back hair, but it's just like five long ones or something. Oh, like not that. five <laughs> so, long so it's ones. Like- <laughs> Anything with that. <laughs> So yeah, in bad light and you're like, oh yeah, I should probably, uh, I guess do something well, about it or celebrate it. Where we like, well, I'm like, all women have it. Me, all, all women look and you're like, I don't have that. <laughs> we all have those five hairs. No, not back hairs. Well, I, I've talked often about my friend Sarah Smellen, who I adore, has one long, very fine golden hair from her shoulder. I'm sure I've talked about this here before. It's beautiful. That she calls Fred that grows really long and I have it too. <laughs> I have the same one. And so I, I think I talked about it at Sirius. And some women were like, I also have that long hair. I don't have any back hair oh, wow. after that. Some women do have that. And that's okay. Um, but I do, every now and again, I'll notice like a neck hair or something. And it's like, yeah. fine. It's like from a newborn baby goose. Like, it's so fine. Right. But it's Yeah, not, and it's hard to like get. And you would, well, you wouldn't even see it unless you were literally, I have in New York magnification errors. Here, I don't know. I have a feeling when I come back to New York, it's full Abe Lincoln. Like, I'm not going to be able to catch <laughs> the strays, you know what I mean? Because I love to pluck. You know that. I'm a plucking fiend. I love doing it. Now, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about, but I like that we went there, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, 
Oh, I was going to talk to you about traveling. So I came here, um, this was uh, Saturday. I left Friday night from Newark, uh, New Jersey, the airport. Yep. It was my first time flying. For those who are listening, and I can understand anyone's judgment for me coming here. I get it totally. Um, I'm the most careful person there is. First of all, I got tested last week. I was negative. Then I wore my mask throughout the flight. I had it on. Um, I did have like two bites of food on the plane because I was hungry, but like, I was also not to brag. I upgraded myself. So I was like, there was nobody around me. There were maybe 30 people on the flight total, hmm. like maybe. And yeah. as we were like boarding and I was, you know, boarded early, made that, I hung that left turn to go to my big night seat. Podcasters um, may now board. <laughs> yeah, they actually let us board before veterans, which I didn't know that until I got there. Makes sense. Anyway, as we're, we're sitting on a plane, and then I see kind of a commotion, not a major one, not like a guy threatening to like, you know, like an anti-masker commotion, but I see yeah. some energy coming, and the pilot comes on and he goes, you know, we have um, we have a medical emergency on board with one of our flight attendants, which oh. is scary. Did I tell you what happened? No. Oh, he goes, we have a medical emergency. So I see first there's like Port Authority police on the plane and I'm like, oh, I know how this goes. There's definitely an anti-masker. Like they're covering by saying right. medical emergency, but someone's like waving a knife and I'm assuming economy where I wasn't sitting just to bring it back yeah. to the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's animals back there. They love to sneak a weapon. Um, P.S. I went to TSA with all of my equipment and a fucking can of mace that I forgot to take out of my bag and they did not stop me. I had mace on the plane. Before. What? That's I had a amazing. Case of mace on the wow. plane, yeah. I was pretty excited to have it with me in a, in a random city, but mm-hmm. turns out I see a flight attendant and I go, what happened? She goes, one of our uh, flight attendants had a stroke. Oh no. Yeah. But they were like, it's, and she was kind of like a little, like a little blase about it. And I was like, I don't even know this one. Oh. Like, oh my God, it's stroke. She goes, yeah, yeah, she's fine. She wants to go on. She like wants to continue with the flight. But we're telling what? her she has to go to the hospital. It must have been like a mini <laughs> blackout, and like I'm sure she's being oh, sued or yeah. something. But they oh, took her off the plane. That's but scary. Yeah, it was scary. I hated it. And then all the flight attendants were like laughing with each other. And I mean, mom, like, what? I have some respect. Like, this yeah, is really. Sick. <laughs> it didn't look right. Well, I wonder if it happens all the time with her or something. Like, that's uh, ooh. recycled air from the. Yeah, I don't know. Another thing, I've been here and it's been lockdown happened like moments after I landed, which I kind of was expecting. Mm. Um, It officially started yesterday, but I got to tell you, Dan, I was warned that people here uh, didn't wear masks outside. Oh, I heard that. Is that true? Yeah. Not only is it true, uh, the twist is they also don't wear masks inside. They just don't give a literal fuck here. It made me look at New York and say, like, all those moments in the train where one person didn't have a mask and everyone felt weird. Like, we actually are advanced civilization in New York City. Yeah, what's going on? Why do you think that is? I I just, there was just like an article in the New York Times that I started reading, and they're like, well, it's the lockdown, but uh, you can't tell from the chocolate shops and the stationary shops like they're picking the cutest possible like locations yeah. to like <laughs> yeah you wouldn't know from the kuai store on beverly <laughs> um <laughs> the reporter just didn't want to like change his plans it's just like no people here are just i mean the restaurants and pubs were packed inside i i hated it i you know i've been wow. so good i've like really been even though i've not been as good as like okay locking myself inside for months and months um, you know, I've just been really good about following it. So I've been very, yeah. well, I've basically been in the apartment here the whole time, except to go food shopping and, um, uh, wine shopping, which is also in the supermarket and I had to go to the drugstore, but it's been nice. You know what I mean? I'm excited. Yeah. So wait, how exciting is it that Biden won? It's genuinely like, I'm very excited. Yeah. My, let me say this, that I, my energy levels for politics are, you know, when you're driving, and you get warned that your gas tank is empty, but you're like, I got to push it. It's a 50 yeah. miles. You're like, I'm going to get it for 40 yeah. miles. I'm literally at two miles left. Like I have yes. <laughs> this much left in my political gas tank before yes. I break down. And so I needed this to happen for my own sanity because I was about to fucking lose Same here. 
Yeah. Like today, like just this afternoon, like Biden said something like Trump is saying he won't concede. Maybe he won't leave, blah, blah, blah. And Biden said something like, um, you know, the U.S. government is perfectly capable of, uh, you know, getting trespassers off the property. I saw that. And yeah. Nobody's talked to Trump that way from a position of power more than, you know, more power than Trump has for it's been four years. Right. Yeah. And it just felt so relaxing. I was turned on. I was hard when I read it. Our guests today, by the way, are um, Ronnie and Ben from the Watford Crappens podcast. And I'm excited. Ben is one of my oldest friends. I'm excited to talk to them because I'm a little behind on Bravo. So I'm going to need them to like catch me up. Anyway, Dan Acton, I miss you so much. I can't believe we're so far from each other. Yeah, I miss you. It's great to see you. It's weird that we're closer to each other because we're in Brooklyn and I'm in London than when I lived in the Upper West Side. It's strange how the pilot works. (laughs) Yeah, Um, right. I love you so much. You really look cute. Have a fab oh, Thank you. Love you. You look great. Uh, well, I really are saying it. No, you do. You look great. You look young. Thank you. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel cute. I miss and love you. We have to go because we have uh, Ronnie Karam and Ben Mandelver from Watchwood Crappen. I love you. Follow Dan at Dan <laughs> underscore Acton. And now to our guest. Oh, my God. This is genuinely like I hate to use this term because it's so trite. Today sparks joy for me because really I'm combining two things in one. One is catching up with my two dearest friends, but also for all of you to listen to. (laughs) That's what today is about. I'm here with um, genuine podcast legends. Like it's actually wild. I'm so excited to talk to you. Don't wave your hand at me via Zoom. You are. You really are. They're the hosts. I love you. Could you follow me around in real life, please? I need this. I actually will literally like... uh, you know, when brides are going down and like the maid of honor has to fluff out the train, I'll fluff your train <laughs> forever. You just ask. That is so sweet of you to think that I would oh ever God. have a train behind me in this life. And I'll Thank keep going, choo, choo. It's so stupid. Let me introduce them like a lady. Uh, they have a podcast that you probably already listened to. It's called Watchwood Crappens. You can follow them on Instagram at Watchwood Crappens or on Twitter at Watch Crappens. Love a shortening. And you can also follow them at Ben Mandelker. He changed it. We're going to talk about that. And Ronnie Karam. Ben and Ronnie. Oh, my God. Let's celebrate together. Cheers. Hi, I have cheers. a wine with cheers. me. I got. Cheers. I just have a. I have an arrowhead. I'm very boring. Very cheers boring to the next morning. three months of watching a lot of crying on television. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to. Court TV, darling. Do you remember when Cartman licked the tears of Scott Tennerman? That's how I feel with all Republicans today. I'm like, I'm going to lick, I'm going to taste your fucking salty motherfucking tears. I want them in my throat and like in my stomach. I need it. I, I know that I got I really intense, but I felt that. I've was, been on was Twitter honor. a lot today reading, you know, Don, Don Jr., um, what is like he saying? Any, any Republican life? Oh, crying like pure crying. You know, <laughs> we were robbed. Oh, we were gonna get it. You know, <laughs> and everybody's saying that it's rigged and all these. They really think that there's these watermarks that have been put on the ballots. That it's oh, all been a big trick. And then Trump's gonna come out and say, "Ha ha, we watermarked them, and now we've caught." I mean, they're coming up with all of this stuff, and it is really it's the best show on Twitter, TV, life. It's the best show on TW Twitter. But are you Ben? Are you feeling? How's your elation level I'm, today? I'm I'm really excited. Well, so I stayed up last night. I was like, I'm not going to stay up until Georgia flips blue, and then it finally flipped blue, and then I stayed up another hour anyway. And uh, you know, it's it's like torturous almost because I've been watching CNN. That's been my me too. Like, like yeah, that's been like my slow water torture Wait, of, of we're, choice. We're the only two people in America, and I'm I'm in England. That's why I'm not. I you know what's the truth? I never watch MSNBC. I got to actually fess up. I, I always watch CNN. <laughs> Why are we old? But we're like elderly. I agree. You know why? Because I did switch over to CNN at one point. I'm sorry, to MSNBC at one point. But they took like a million commercial breaks. And I was like, uh, I'm not down for this. So I went back to CNN and uh, just watched, you know, Chris Como have that weird energy with that one analyst. Who? You know that guy? He, I don't know. He he seems like a madman character. He, He only comes on late at night. During these, you're like, saying like you're literally describing like a porn fantasy for me, like Chris Cuomo with a madman character who only comes on late at night. This is like some weirdo clue. Who is it? I watched it because because I'm like um 
I'm six. I'm actually, I think, eight hours ahead of you, five hours ahead of Eastern time. Yeah. So it's weird because, like, I right now I'm watching Jake Tapper, but uh, it's on. By the way, I have CNN on because I'm going to announce mm-hmm. some shit if it happens while we're while we're doing this. But I don't know. Chris Cuomo got a shitty time slot. I feel he was on uh, really yeah. late, and he's like the star of CNN. I hate to break it to the masses, but. I know. I, in fact, I was thinking about you a lot of the time because um, on. every time that Chris Cuomo would sometimes do something and I'd be like, Chris Cuomo. And then I would think, but I know what? I bet Michelle loved that. Whatever it was that he would do. Every now and then he just does things. And then I'm like, so Michelle love. loved that. Am Michelle I allowed to say something? Right Am I allowed to say something? But I don't want to like, okay, you know, first of all, it's my dream to have him or his brother, obviously, on the podcast. Like, it's Why really. Why they come on? Well, it's ridiculous. you know, what's funny. I don't, you know, I haven't talked about this in so long, but now I feel like enough time has passed where I can like say it. Mm. Look at you my phone, lips. Say my phone. lips are, my lips are joker curling at the edges. Like I'm. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I wrote the Andrew Cuomo obsession piece, mm-hmm. which not naming names, I had someone reach out to me actually today asking me to do the same for Steve Kornacki. And I was like, I, I didn't actually, I have to write back to that email, but my gut instinct is like, look, I speak from the heart. I'm not like some thirst post right, machine. Yeah. yeah. You get that. Yeah. Not well, only do no I get that. No one's ever asked me, but I mean, I'm flattered that you were asked, but still. I, I <laughs> you can write it. I can be like, I'm not some or <laughs> sir. You know, okay. that's actually why I went to MSNBC because so many people were talking about Steve Kornacki. Yeah. that I was like, I want to know what the Steve Kornacki buzz is all I'm about. I'm looking him up right now. He's very cute. He's also a homosexual. And the only reason why I say it is because oh. I didn't know that. And then on Sirius this morning, I my joke was that I was going to write this thirst trap article and end it like really like really jerk off throughout it. And then the very the last two wor- three words would say, wait, he's gay. And then it just ends. <laughs> <laughs> that really just made me laugh. But, I'm, um, I'm looking him yeah. up and he's he cute. looks a little like he's trying to sell me insurance and his like sleeves are always rolled. He's very mm-hmm. like sleeves rolled up like, here, we're going to get to it, guys. Yeah. And I, I don't like know on The Simpsons, that. can't lose another sale, Gil. Like, you know, Gil, <laughs> 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 got to get this yeah. sale, Gil. <laughs> yeah. yes. I, found, I found myself getting actually very annoyed with CNN because I felt like they were trying to sell democracy to me. And I was like, you don't need to sell democracy like we to bought me. it. You know, yeah, they get that saying, no, this is good. I mean, this is fun. This is democracy. This is democracy happening. You know, this is what makes it so fun. I'm like, stop telling me it's fun. Just count the votes, please. Well, listen, it's they They've been handed an impossible task, which is mm. to make no news news. Like literally, yeah, yeah. they've they've literally been handed the task to make counting slow slow reveal counting interesting and good TV. And so yeah. they've, they're doing that like much like when Celine Dion brings out the uh, Stevie Wonder hologram at her Vegas show, they're yeah. using all kinds of tricks and techniques to fool us into thinking this is interesting. It's actually boring. And that's the problem is that thank God their anchors are hot because frankly, if they weren't, I'd be like, what the fuck am I watching this for? You know, I know. Oh yeah. I mean, There's I, a reason I, ugly people don't do the news for sure. Well, a non-national yeah. news. Look at even MSNBC has all very hot anchors. You know, yeah, there's nobody. True. Uh, there's one I'm thinking of on CNN. I will not say his name. I can't stomach him. I will not say his name. We can move along. Okay. You will well, know I'm who it say- is. He's the only ugly one. I'm <laughs> He's not nice either. So I feel very okay saying this. He's not a nice person. Go on. Well, I was just going to say like, uh, I just don't understand how John King Mm. is I have to say he deserves an award because he has been standing up there between two identical screens trying to act like they're the same screen and just zooming into counties and zooming out. And he knows every piece of information about every single county in the entire United States. P.S. If I never see another fucking county again in my life, you will (laughs) not hear me crying. I don't want to look at counties anymore. I'm done. I don't want to look at numbers, actually. Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie, talk to me. This is me being professional. I've had another wine is hitting. Wait, Ronnie, um, you're, did, you're, did you vote in California or did you vote in another state? I voted here in Texas. Oh, yeah. Are you in Texas right now? I'm in Texas. Yeah, oh, I bought I a house know. in Texas. I've been here since the, since the corona happened. <gasps> I've, been, I've been over here in Texas. Oh and I ended God. up on the most liberal street ever. There's like a lesbian artist down the street. Oh, I live love. next to San Francisco gays. Like where every nightmare that Texans have, like don't move here from California and change everything. And then, you know, that's exactly what we're doing. I'm and picturing a lot of signs. turquoise, like a high, like there's just so much turquoise happening on your street. I don't know. I'm getting like Nevada there is vibes. a lot of like pool game, 
You know, like people are like compete with their pools. Like, look at how great my That's I've got hilarious. hula huts by my pool. <laughs> I'm building a new deck with LED lighting on my pool. I didn't know about pool games. That's that shows you living in a big city too long. Because I'm like, oh my god, a fucking pool. I'd give anything for a pool. You don't even yeah, know. Super suburban. Are you living with your family or are you in an apartment? No, I'm by myself. Oh ben my Bueller, god! Who's behind me, they're sleeping. I see that little baby. How cute. I love that. Is it hard for you guys? Because look, we'll talk about the podcast, obviously, at length. But has it changed at all doing the podcast? Or it's pretty much the same because you're just Zooming anyway? Same. It's yeah. The same. yeah we, Ama- just amazing. Talk, we just talk like this every day anyway. So it's it's good. Oh, I think it's, yeah. it's easier, you know, that we were already prepared for this. Because, I mm. mean, I live like a lot of people. I've always lived like Corona's outside. I hate outside. I hate people. What I sign are you? People, what sign are you? I'm a Virgo. Interesting. Are you good at lists? Are you neat? I'm good at lists. I'm not great at uh, following those lists, but I make a list every day. And then I even like, I have every like list software that you can get where, See? you know, you can like tap it with your finger and it's like, you did it. You know, oh, I, don't I, get like a lot, that. I get a lot of fake cheering um, for my yeah. lists. Ronnie is very on top of things. Like it's like he, he is like, if wow. there's something that needs to be done, he's usually like, he usually did it like five hours ago. It's it's like see, it's, but that's because I like things are finished, so I could sleep. You see, Cl- classic Virgo energy, though. See, I'm the opposite. I actually started making lists recently, but I don't like apps where you like check a box. Like I just like to. I just hate that. I like a notes app. I have that. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I actually uh, I actually went through many different list apps, and I found that they were very annoying because they were almost trying to automate too many things. It's like if I put down something that I have to do laundry. It would like it was like you had to. It wanted to categorize it under like home tasks and under home tasks oh, and up, like upstairs no. or something like that. Outline and, like, your I just, life. Outline I'm like, just give me a list. Life. And I finally found one where when you check something off, it makes a really lovely ring and it vibrates in this way that's like really. Ooh, what's really it pleasant. called? Ooh, what's that? Um, it's that. called Clear. <laughs> hmm. And here, wait. Do you want me to? Do you want me to clear something? I don't like that. It's quickly? very Scientology and that airport uh, where you have to pay to go through the airport. Yeah, it feels yeah. very like TSA to me, but that's okay. Um, Look, yeah, I'll listen it comes, to it. I can tell you're so excited. I can't say no. Things, you list things like this, and it has like a gradient. Like I'll be honest, I don't really care, but I can see it makes you happy, so I want to make you I, happy. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell. I've gone onto a classic thing where I got excited for something, and you just have to ride it out. So I'm um, here. I'm going to clear something off. I'm not turned that on nice. by that noise. Uh, it's I mean, a nice. It, well, you know, you're not also getting the feedback of the vibration. The vibration. No, very my feedback too. is that I that didn't do much for me. I, my most okay. annoying app. Right. No, Fine. but you know, I love you. Nothing I know, personal. I know this is. <laughs> my most annoying app is called Flow, like the progressive lady, and it's a period tracking app. Which, um, why it's annoying <laughs> is that I guess when I downloaded it, it's actually great for. It, why I like it is that it actually warns me. I only maybe started using it a year ago. And mm-hmm. up until I guess I was 38 years old, I just winged it. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, I think I'm getting my period today. Like I had no, yeah. I didn't keep a calendar. I'm sure this is, you guys are like not going to eat the rest of the day, but I'll finish what I'm saying. So okay. I started with this app and it like now tells you like, Oh, this is happening to you now. This is happening. But I must've signed up for some sort of hydration feature because every hour it's like get up and drink water every hour and i don't i get it i'll get one while we're doing it and i don't do it but it's like i have not taken the two seconds to turn it off and i wonder what does that say about me am i a procrastinator which i am obviously but that's like mental illness to not it took me like a year to turn off the the breathe function on the apple watch i was like f you i don't need you don't need to tell me when to breathe i'm a fucking human being (laughs) Also, can you have can you have can you have friends on your flow app? Because I would love to get like a little ding that was like Michelle's about to start, and I can be like, hang in there. Can I say something I'm to you? you? Look at my face right now. I'm like the happy Gilmore clown mini golf face. I would love to be your friend on Flow. Like I have no friends on it. I'll share you my period you playlists. Oh my god. I love my, this my- world. My current like app horror stories right now are coming because I got a ring doorbell. Oh, I have so, a I have ring cams. I have three yeah, okay. ring cams in my apartment. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So you're now, just does this like happen? I don't obsessed. fuck around. Yeah. I do you get alerts from your neighbors? Absolutely not. I get alerts when I walk into the kitchen naked to get water or food. <laughs> and also and it's loud. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm in the kitchen. Like I forget to like turn it off, but go on. Oh I get God. nonstop. It's almost like next door, but it's with ring. It's and it's annoying. like nonstop 
updates <laughs> from neighbors. And it's not like, oh, people who are just like a few blocks away. It's like all of Los Angeles. It's like it goes all people down like by like Wilshire or by the 10. And it's it's like it's Los Angeles. So these are like the worst updates. You'll just be Ugh. sitting there and then someone posts a video like, look at my downstairs neighbor. She just smeared feces on my door. And I'm like, why? Oh, I get those. I get those for like package thieves. They'll be like, look at this guy. And then it's like grainy yeah. video. I'm like, it's a horrible ad for rain because you can barely see the guy's <laughs> face. Like this shit don't work. But I will yeah. say if there's one thing I don't miss in my life, if I had to make a Ronnie or Ben style list of things I don't miss, the mm-hmm. first thing I would put on it are horrible sights in LA, <laughs> like horrible. <laughs> I always say I've seen the worst, the worst things I've ever seen. were all in Los Angeles. <laughs> like it's, it's very true. And right now it's, it's, it's probably just like people screaming at the, at the sky sort of level a guy, or a guy fully nude on Hollywood Boulevard covered in blood. I'll never forget it. I was like working on Hollywood, but like <laughs> covered that, yeah. in blood. And I was like, this is we live in a, <laughs> I was like working at some TV show. I know. Michelle, I used to have a guy on my (laughs) street. Yeah. I used to have a guy on my street that every time I would come out, like he hated me. I don't know why he hated me so much, you know? I'm not like mean, but I would come out and he would just look at me from across the street on the sidewalk and he poops. Like he pulls (gasps) down his his, like anger poops at me. Like stare like gets makes eye contact with and I'm not gonna break eye contact. I'm not rude. You know, no, you're a gentleman. So I like of look like what's up and um, poops. So, you saw, you I know, saw a man LA. once. Oh. I'll I'll one up you. Although I didn't know this man, I admit he was not a neighbor. But I was once walking. This is a horrible story. <laughs> this is arguably my most decrepit story, and you got it out of me, Ronnie. That's your gift yeah. as a Virgo. I'm like the Oprah of decrepit stories. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was walking up the end train platform. Uh, and only fucked up shit happens on that entering platform. It's like awful. Yeah. And I saw a man just, he clearly didn't have a place to go. If that makes sense. Yeah. Just drop trow and just have absolute explosive situations come out of his ass. And I saw, I remember, this is what a New Yorker I am that I remember peripherally seeing it. He wasn't close enough. It, I was on the other side of the platform, but I walked by it happening And I remember I just looked ahead like I didn't even stop. I didn't gasp. I didn't breathe. I just kept moving. It was like fight or flight. I was like, just keep fucking walking. And then I saw people walking down the steps. And I remember thinking, like, should I tell them that they're about to see like absolute diarrhea on the platform? Like, I remember thinking they're about to see part two of whatever I just saw. And I didn't say anything because how can you say it? What do you say? You can't saw that happen in Target. Wait, you're, talk you're to me. You're going to look like a total tourist if you say, like, I just saw someone poop on the platform. You know, you have to be like, a native. of course someone took a poop on the platform. Like, get over I, That's hilarious. I was in the Target. I was in the Target on in the West Hollywood Gateway Target. Oh, and why are you so, I was excuse the, me, next door to my old apartment? Yeah, I know yes, it. Yes, indeed. Many a date, and by the way, many I have to say, there. Crazy Rock and Sushi has gone really downhill. Well, I, it was I, downhill I before stopped. I moved, hun. But now it's downhill where I feel like I feel like every time I eat from them, I'm I'm like it's a miracle I'm alive. Really, that and I've bad? Actually stopped. It's fishy, and I, I stopped ordering from there. I I had to stop. This, I, I've been an apologist for a very long time, and I finally had to stop. Ordering this from place, there. I have seen Ben go full Nathan's hot dog contest at the sushi place. Like when I lived yes. in LA, you and I <laughs> would go there. You would deep throat Alaska rolls. And I was going, he, this is like literally SeaWorld shit. Like, I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> because the Alaska roll, no matter what happened, that that Alaska roll delicious. was always delicious. It was, like, the, it was the best like thing on the menu. Weekend, and it's not anymore. Because the salmon, I don't know where they get the salmon. They get it from like Goodwill or something. It's just like, it's it's Goodwill. like. It's not right. <laughs> Wait, so, so West Hollywood Target, we're back. A fucked up Target. I used to live a block away. I mean, it was like my neighborhood. Yeah, that, yeah. That's one of the most fucked up Targets yeah. in the country. It's like, but also like the best Target to ever go to. It's yeah. like, you, you get so exciting going to that Target because you never know what you're going to encounter. Well, they it's call so it bizarre. coming outside that, that's really rough. In that that's area. right. By the Starbucks, by the, I think Daphne's, by the uh, Baja Fish. Yeah. That area is how sketchy. Is, yeah. Yeah. Baja Fresh. Yeah, how is, oh, Baja, yeah. Fresh. Baja Fresh is gone. Baja Fish. Baja Fresh is gone. Baja Fresh is gone. It's gone. Daphne's has been around order. since that complex opened. And I don't know a single person who ever goes to Daphne's. I literally never ate there and I lived there for fucking five years and never once went. But let me say one thing. They call it the Celebrity Target. The only celebrity, and I won't repeat the story. Those who listen to Lost Culturistas know my famous Leia Michelle story happened in the elevator as I was heading to that Target <laughs> with the someone spilled sauce. 
but yes, yeah, so continue. That's a it's a well known well, target in my oeuvre. The celebrity I saw I rode in an elevator with in that target was Mark Wahlberg. Oh, so how about that? Softest yeah. hands I've ever felt. When he came on and the he, view, his hands were mm-hmm. t- I always say tied with Larry David, the two softest pairs of hands. Butter, like my hands are filth nineteen twenty nine Great mm-hmm. Depression hands compared to Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> hands. Like delicious. Uh, the softest celebrity hands I ever shook was I once shook Fat Joe's hands and they were so of course soft. puffy. Of course. I actually Fat Joe. I don't even like, know who that it, is. Like, <laughs> what else would they be? It was like the Casper mattress of hands. It was just like I hate that. Ronnie's saying I don't even know who that is, but they would have to be. It's hilarious. I mean, no one named Fat Joe has terrible like grumpy hands. You know, they were just like yeah. the, like my hand could just fall asleep in his hand. But um uh but yes okay. so uh, oh, I celebrity was target I want to hear this okay I'm go on yes with my hands right now. and Mark Wahlberg by the way was standing and blocking the elevator buttons and so then when I had to be like excuse me to press it because like the, it's one of those things the doors were open yeah yeah and so I was like I had to press it to say close and he like gave me this look <gasps> and I really did not appreciate that you should have reached over him and really rubbed it in <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I have a small power trip when I try to like when I push the elevator and you do push anything that you push like, you get power me. trippy. I do buttons or uh, your horn, your passive aggressive <laughs> fucking horn when you drive. Meep, meep. Do you do passive aggressive <laughs> honking, Ben? Yes. No, mine's aggressive. No. Mine's full aggressive. I agree. I'm that aggressive, way. but it's not. It's like this. Meep. It's not well, like that's the, oh, the baby. Calls. The baby beep. No, you got it to the baby. It's like, like you hit meep. it with the palm of your hand. Where it's yeah. like if you're at a light and someone's on their phone, you got to do the baby beep to say, "Excuse me, move you the fuck baby on." Beep. Yeah. That's I why usually your do like a right tween there. beep. Mine's usually a little bit bigger you than a tween beep. Stupid Texas. Tiger beep. Texas. I do tiger beep. Honk at somebody, you could be dead. Okay, I'm I'm in a place with a lot of guns. I don't honk at anybody. I'm like, okay, sir. And plus, everyone's in these gigantic trucks that like tower tower over my car. So I'm like, you know what's funny? My Subaru horn sounds like a carnival ride. I'm like, beep beep beep. Wait, you know what's (laughs) funny about you saying that, Ronnie? Is that if I'm on like I rented a car for the past like four months in New York, which is honestly so chic like I can it was a Chevy Equinox with funny enough yeah, Texas license is. plates and I got people hated me because they thought I was like Texas red you know what I mean but meanwhile I was like I'm I like abortion like I kept screaming it but anyway so um <laughs> I don't know what that means but my car's from Austin what I is abortion. my car is from Austin oh that's fine no but wait no, no, we're talking oh my car that's funny <laughs> yeah my car performed at South by Southwest <laughs> like <Yeah>. screaming it <laughs> the Equinox room, but still I was there but if I'm on the phone with my mom and I honk, because I do, listen, I drive, friends who have gotten in my car as I'm driving, like, I'm a very proud driver. Ben, you've driven with me in my Mercury. Oh, many times. Rest yes. in peace. You. I, think you're, honey. I think that that's a very good description. You're a proud driver. Yes. Yeah, someone actually. said that in New York, like, I don't fuck around in the city when I drive. You would think that I'm like a five-star, 10-year veteran Uber driver. Like, I... <laughs> cut a lane i shove in i because i know no one wants to hit me so like if you just have the faith that like no one will hit your car you can literally always change lanes it's a wonderful freedom of speech in a way but if i'm yeah. on the phone with my mom and i'm like honking and mad and this comes from a woman who you know she's from israel a fiery people let's all agree yes. and she only curses in arabic my mother when i was growing up i mean my mother is a psychopath she would scream which means your mother's pussy this is in arabic my mother would scream it kusam actually it's kusamak and kusachdak one is sister and one is mother depending on the mood which pussy she wanted to scream out but which she would generation yell generation she wants generational to go for. pussy and she would yell it and so angry and then when i like honk in the car she always goes michelle you don't know who has a gun she always yells i'm like mom i'm a honking yeah. lord she goes you don't know who has a gun yeah. She's convinced I'm going to get shot in a road rage accident. That's and honestly, she's right. Shot. It does yeah, happen. They get it shot does in happen. road rage incidents. My mom is always, she's the opposite. She's like, fuck you. Of course, it's a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I love like that. Flipping off these guys in huge trucks. And I'm like, who do you think that they're going to shoot? You? No, they're going to shoot me. Don't start I, fights like that. It stresses me out. I think one of the best parts of this pandemic is that I just like haven't been driving anymore. I mean, oh. I, I drove to Los Feliz yesterday. I mean, I'm I just sit here. And so like yesterday I went to Los Feliz and I was like in like a little bit of traffic and I was like, what is this? This is so strange. Oh, was I was bizarre. driving in New York. I mean, forget it. When I found out that Home Goods was open, mm-hmm. I literally ran to the budget LaGuardia <laughs> rent a car. <laughs> I was like, I'm here. And I got a car. And then I was every day, like I'd finish my show. Cause you know, my series shows in the morning. So I'd finish it and then just beeline. 
I really wanted to. This is so boring. Who cares? Uh, ben, do you want, and Ronnie, do you want to hear something really sad? Horribly yes. sad? Of course. I sad thing. I'm almost positive I've talked about it here before, but I'm speaking to two men who have been inside the famed Mercury Milan. The, yes. the Milan, as we call it. Oh, my God. Dream car. Thank, wait, Ben. Ben and Ronnie, before I tell you the update, will you just, if, if you will, indulge me? Because really, I actually could cry right now because I'm in London lockdown and I'm alone. Will you please tell the listeners about my Milan? I talk about it all the time. When I see a Milan on the road, I always look at the driver. I always want to connect. You know what I mean? I just feel like there's a connection. But, I see what I didn't do. but, but didn't yeah. that car end up in like hell? Like, wasn't that a bad car story at the end? Like, no, 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 like, not with me. Fall apart. That was the Nissan. No, my Nissan Altima. I returned. Oh God, Ben, oh, your memory. Oh, oh. <gasps> and then no, you got. I, yes, my memory, I drove okay, with you. Yeah. I don't remember where that Carmax was. It was like at the ends of in the Earth. Carson fucking California. That's where it was. God, you guys, I was you guys like, are I really Carson cut out to Nissan. Because you did <laughs> act like that. That Milan was like a limousine, okay? And then Ben got us. Ben took forever. I'm sorry, Ben. This is rude. No, please. Ben please, loves his deserved. Subaru. And like took forever. Subaru to Legacy. The Subaru Legacy. Yeah. And both of those, I was like, hmm, okay. All right. Uh, no, no, you okay. Know, you, you guys know what? do your thing, right. but you're then listening me. to you talk to each other, you're like, Mama Law. Well, I was I was Mama physically Mama. in love with my car. I was. <laughs> so this is what I've learned. And this is this is what this is the best part about friendships is that you learn from your friends. Hmm. And the way that Michelle was so discerning <gasps> on her journey towards her Mercury Milan inspired really? me. Really? Yes, yeah, I didn't know that. Hotel. I can tell. Well, you. I had this. So I had this wonderful Toyota Camry for many years, oh, which I love. Love the Camry, but it was like it was getting <laughs> to that point where it like it needed to be put out to pasture because if I didn't do it now, I would never get any money for it. Like it was just at that point where you could tell, like, yeah. oh, I've had to take it to one too many, you know, things or, or like repair year. shops. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like wine <laughs> drunk too, and I'm like, I'm gonna cry when I tell you about my Mercury. Tears will flow. I'm listening. Continue. So. So I was like, when I bought that Camry, I sort of bought, I was like, I don't know what to get. I'm going to get a Toyota Camry because I, I I needed a car and I just bought it. And so this time I was like, I'm going to take my time because I remember I was with Michelle at what we made a few drives down to cars to that CarMax. Carson we Nissan. things around. We went CarMax. to Nissan. My mother came with me to the CarMax in Duarte, California. Google that shit if you don't know where it is. I've been Damn. there. We've been, been there. We went to the CarMax and my mother tried to get me classic Judy Collins to buy an infinity, which in order to get it to move five miles an hour, I had to put about 80 pounds of pressure on the pedal. I was like, ma, I can't drive this car. It's like too much. By the way, I was paying for it. It's not like my parents were treating me to a car. It's like $30,000. My mom goes, oh, it's stunning. I'm like, yeah, please butt out. And then we went to the old spaghetti factory afterwards. I did not buy the Milan there. (laughs) Of Duarte. (laughs) When I went to Duarte, Duarte spaghetti factory. Oh my God. I went to the Red Lobster near Duarte. So, um, uh, so when it was time for me to get this car, I was like, this time I'm going to think of, I'm going to be, I'm going to be good. So I went to Glendale and there's this auto, this auto mile. And I, I had the Uber drop me off at the top of the auto mile. And I walked down that I went to every single dealership in that, on that auto mile. And I went and I tried all these different cars and Subaru was honestly not on my radar. And then I tried the Subaru legacy and the interior. I love the really? interior. Really? I lo- they should sponsor I, you, know, you had, by the way. I, they, I'm not gonna lie. I've never you. had. I've had other friends who just. Is that the station wagon one or the SUV? No, the Legacy is the sedan. It's actually the their sedan. least popular model. Like no one say. even knows about this. <laughs> like the Legacy. In fact, the the outside is so generic. I was like, this is a joke. But inside, like, it's really all the nice. Couple, really, yeah, all the cup holders were exactly where I wanted them to be. Oh, like wow. the displays were amazing. And your puddle um, light. Your puddle light. Oh, I got my my puddle light. Oh, lighting is my puddle light. Lighting is essential. Need I remind you that in the Mercury and Ronnie, you've been in it too. At nighttime, there was like prom limo lighting, the cup holders, and you could change the color pink, blue. My, can I just say something? I actually literally am feeling emotional. I'm not because I've because I'm going to tell you the update on the Mercury, and I also realize that Ben never told his Target shitting story, which we're going to get to. Like I'm actually that good at pulling it back, but let's finish the car talk for a minute. That I. I love that car genuinely so deeply because no one else had it. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. I admit that it was a stunning looking car. In fact, in, when I see it on the highway, like in New Jersey or whatever, usually in a lower income neighborhood, and I'll see it on the roads. I look and I'm like, literally, that could have come off a showroom floor today. Like, it doesn't look 10 mm-hmm. years old. I really. Yes. They discontinued well, I'm them. Put one little button. This is why I feel like my Subaru legacy is like a soulmate to your. I hear you. I'm listening. Because Go on. I was gonna. I was originally gonna be like, nah, 
And then I saw it in black and it looked beautiful in black. Yep. And I said, I want it to be, if I, I want to get this, but I want the interior to be like a light interior. And they only had one in like the state of California. And they had to track it down and bring it to Los so Angeles. You have to, is it leather or fabric? It was uh, leather. That, oh, so it's a well, beige? You know, like not, real, not real leather. But, but like yeah. a beige. Okay, go on. I like, like a that. beige Very interior classy. black on the outside. Because most of them are black on the inside because people have kids that make them dirty. I have an issue so. with beige on the inside. Uh, hilarious sentence. That's because right. that's Ronnie's autobiography. Beige on the inside. Never forget. Because yeah. it gets dirty easily, right? Yeah. If I wear like new jeans or something, because I had a rental like that, it would stain it blue in my jeans. And oh, so actually. I haven't had that issue. Be careful with that. Yeah. Okay, but the point is this. I felt like I was super, super um, thoughtful in my decision. Yeah. And I like also was not going to – I wasn't going to take no for an answer when they said there's only one one of this type. And I said, well, you better find you it better for me. And it. I was like, this is what I've learned from the Milan. Well, uh, Ronnie and Ben, as you know from my Mercury Milan, for those new podcast listeners out there, yeah. I had bought one at CarMax in LA for like nothing. And then my joke was that it was built in a pet cemetery because everything in it rattled. Like literally the mirror, the door. Like, I've got a rattle too. What? You do? <laughs> I have a rattle that I cannot get rid of. No, that shit would drive me nuts. I, honestly, the rattle was, and you know, CarMax has annoying. a five-day return policy. It's like a free CarMax ad. So I was like called my parents and I was like I have to return it so I went back to the LAX CarMax and they go no problem and then this true car salesman talked me into getting a Ford Fusion which is like the slightly lower version of the Mercury rest, oh, may rest in peace no well course. hold on but it had a sunroof now you know I'm six foot one so it was tickling my baby hairs on top like the sunroof was too low I was too tall for the Fusion and I said because my dad had a Mercury I said this is it I'm getting Mercury found one in Henderson Nevada shout out to Blue State Nevada by the way big time shout out Nothing but love for Blue Nevada. Milan. Blue Milan, Blue State. That's exactly right. Drove Ronnie. I literally got in the car. I beelined to Nevada. You know the story. I got a room at the Palm for like $89. The Palms, whatever. I forgot about it. I got to the Henderson. I called them. I go, you're going to die. I go, do you still have the car, the blue Mercury Milan? And they were like, yeah, like nobody wanted it. They were like, yes, it's going to be here for a while. <laughs> And I was like, do not sell it. I'll be there. Got on the highway on the 10, drove there, got there at like 830. They closed at nine. I said, let me take it. I literally took it for a spin around the parking lot. I said, I'll take it. Exchanged that car, got my Milan, slept at the Palms, drove back the next day. Best car I've ever owned. And by the way, I paid, I think, 17 grand for it. Four and a half years later, they gave me 9,000 for it. Wow. Talk to me because I kept it beautiful. That's a good, that's, yeah. You know what? It's a beautiful car. Beautiful car. I love being a passenger in it. Thank you. Honestly, like that car. Well, you want to know the update and then we'll talk about shitting a target. The update is that I looked it up because I actually am mentally very sick. You both know this already because you've known me long enough. I found the VIN number from like a Jiffy Lube receipt in my email. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I found the VIN number and there's like, you know, you can look up Carfax or whatever. So I was like, what happened to my Mercury? Because I truly... It was like a family member. Like I missed it. And I kept, I took such good care of that car. Like it really looked like new when I returned it, except for the one accident I famously got Uh, in with that Saudi Mm -hmm. Prince. It looked great. And so (laughs) separate story, not in the mood. Anyway. So I looked it up. Someone had bought it. I don't even know what state I'm going to, maybe, maybe this is the time I actually was going to talk about this on stage, like at one of my live shows, but obviously that's not going to happen for probably a year. Whoever got it. When I tell you that it was obliterated, when I tell you that that car was totaled, I actually am genuinely. I'm also a little wine drunk. Wow, I'm really no. feeling emotional. They were Wait, probably what? doing. They were probably doing coke off the freaking dash of no. that car. That was like a party car. It you was a party car. car it was, and it was car like light up like it's Philip Hughes in there and shit. You know? it, that's exactly what it looked like. It was. I actually genuinely am feeling emotional. This is like. Wait, I need to like see a therapist. <laughs> like something's wrong. When I tell you that it looked, it wasn't like it just got in an accident. It looked like a giant had taken his shoe and stepped on it. The back, the front, this thin, like it just got crushed. And this was before it was like crushed for, you know, scrap metal or whatever. Um, when you, they had also pictures of the inside. I paid like $30 for the report so I could get the pictures wow, in the back. Was, I'm, I was, was I was obsessed in the back. Can't go back. It can't go back home. again. Can't go back home. In the back was a single loose baby shoe. And yeah, paging Ernest Hemingway. I know. And I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to my friend, Gabe Leadman, who's been a guest on the show. 
And he said, did someone drive it over a mountain? Like, did someone like literally drive it down a mountainside? Like it just, I have never seen damage like what happened to my beautiful car that I took such beautiful care of. And it really got me. And I'm sorry to this day. Do not look your old cars up is my advice. Did you save, um, did you save the screenshots? Oh, I have it in my email. I'll pull it. I, I can send it to you. Because now I'm like, I now I really need to see it. Yeah, Should I find it? it? I can find it. that you yeah. weren't the owner anymore and it just had like had enough and it just did itself <gasps> in, you know? It was like, hey, I see it. I see it. An 18 wheeler turning over. I'm getting under that, you know? Ronnie, like, <laughs> honestly, you have a beautiful heart to even think that, that it like did basically yeah, Madam Butterfly cute. finale for me. Yeah, like, spookied itself. <laughs> yes. Did you say Sudoku? <laughs> uh, I'm joking. <laughs> probably did that too. <laughs> Wait, I looked up Mercury. Of course, all these like astrology things came up. Oh it is God. funny. Every time I see one, I do think of you. And I don't see them often. And again, I barely drive anymore. So I really don't see them often. But when I do see them, it's like, to me, it's synonymous with you. Are and you ready? I found it. On. This was back in February. This is pre-pandemic. I'm going to send it to both of you. We're going to have a live. Honestly, okay. can I just tell you though? I'm not joking you. Like, it really makes me really feel sad. I really, I can't explain it. It just, yeah. <sighs> I'm Mercury, trying to be cool. Does Mercury even make Milan's? Any, does Mercury even exist Mercury anymore? Mercury died in 2011. So you can't, yeah. I actually, as a joke, air quote, wanted to buy another Milan, like a 10-year-old Milan for a car. I just sent it to you guys. And you can't, like, you can get them, but they're still like seven grand, which I'm like, they should be, I watched Judge Judy. That should be like $800. Like, yeah. why is it tens of thousands of dollars? I sent you the the report. I'm going to open it. It's going to make I'm, me emotional. I'm, yeah, I'm waiting. It has like, oh, here it is. Just came through. I'm going to click on it. Oh my god, you guys, this report. is so sad. Um, 2010. Oh, I have to log in. So do you? All right, I'll screen grab and send. Yeah, sorry. Oh, by the way, I forgot how bad it was. I forgot how bad. It's we're bringing it back. Bring back the trauma. Um, you're gonna literally have a conniption. It's I've never seen. It's actually like almost funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've turned a corner. It's actually God. funny. It's so fucked up that like your eyeballs are not going to understand what it's looking at. It's like a giant put it in like a Listerine strip, chewed it and spit it out. Like there's no explanation. <laughs> Let me text it to you guys. Hold on. Someone put my number in some fake, like someone spoofed my number. And apparently there's robocalls going around like, your social security number has oh my God. been hacked. It's one of those, but All it's the using time. my no. number. So I've got like 10 calls a day now from that area oh. code of people telling me off. So I think it's time to, <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Time to change You got to change it. Uh, yeah, someone used my email to like, I don't know, something happened on the dark web, but now I get all these emails from a Polish bank. And it's oh. like, it feels scary because I feel like with a, when you deal with a bank, I'm like, that's money. And I don't like that my name is associated with it. But also like, yeah, I'm intrigued too. I get you one know, from like some Nigerian. Well, everyone, you know, it's always Nigeria for some reason, but I get like Fidelity Life, some shit. And I'm like, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I block That's it, but it still comes through. Too, you know? I know. I, would, I, th- I feel like I, I can't believe I haven't been fished because I, I got one from Biddy Bank. Things. It's a little bank. Bitty, it's like Bank. City bank. Bitty <laughs> bank. It's so weird. I'm like, it's so believable. Biddy Bank. Isn't there like a, isn't there a JLo song called Biddy Bank? <laughs> Is there? What about all the rumors that she's horrible in person? I still want to be her best friend. Wait, Ben, while you while we wait for these photos and then don't look at them until we get them, will you tell us the Target shitting story, please? Yeah, I mean, the Target shitting story is pretty much self-explanatory. I mean, I was just standing there in line waiting to check out and um, uh, a lady just came walking up and she just never quite made it to the bathroom. No. And uh, I I like look down. I'm, I'm like looking down at like my little at my goods on the conveyor belt. And I look up and there is just like an entire pile. Are you kidding like me? Like a pile of like diarrhea. Where right did it come out from? On the floor. Like her skirt? Like was she not wearing pants? You know what? I think it was came out. I, I think it came out from her skirt. Luckily, I didn't actually see the act while it happened. I saw her come in. saw the pile. I looked down and I looked up and there was a pile. You just saw the pile. God bless. shit in there. Oh, and wow. it was like right next to me. I was like. Oh, there is some diarrhea right on the floor in the middle of Target. And then the next day I went to Target and I saw a little girl throw up on the in the aisle, which is less disgusting because I know that happens to children. They throw up. But That's pretty like that funny. I saw a little diarrhea kid, and vomit. I saw yeah. a kid vomit on a bus. Had to be in a New oh York my City God, bus. You guys, where is this going? I saw a kid vomit at the American I saw a kid vomit at the American Idol finale. I went to the, I went to the last time. <laughs> This is, by the way, 
Arguably my favorite episode of this show that we've done. I don't know if it's the wine, time zone. I'm really dying. What happened? Who was the who which season was it? It was the it was the final. It was the final Fox season. It was like the. It was at that time. It was the very last episode of all time of American Idol. Wow! And I went to the finale. My friend invited me, and uh, it was at the Kodak Theater. And a little girl was so excited. She was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And then she just threw up uh, on the floor. Beatlemania. Remember Ronnie and all those Beatle videos when all those girls barfed <laughs> at the airport <laughs> when Paul McCartney stepped out. They were just well, vomiting. Yeah. It's the, uh, the director's cut. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was the Criterion Collection of the Beatles. <laughs> this shit ain't sending because I sent too many. I sent too many. You know what I think we should do? I think we should wait until episode two. Let's start okay. on Thursday with the reaction of the Milan. I know that this is in the Perfect. world of joke telling, timing wise, maybe a huge mistake, but we'll figure it make out. Make him wait. Make him wait for it. Yeah, that's my voice, by the way. That's me talking. It's not Ronnie. <laughs> um, no. Boys, I, I genuinely, can I be honest with you? I really feel like I'm just having fun. Like, I can't explain it. It's so exciting to have you on the show. Ben Mandelker, I know I always say your name wrong. I've known him for 20 years. And no, no, that's, you said it correctly. Was it? Ronnie Karam. So there's a big debate in my family. Save ben, it for episode two. Is it Mandelker two. or Man- Mandelker? Yeah. Mandelker, <laughs> obviously. Episode two. <laughs> Save it for episode two. We got to go. Uh, if you don't already listen to their podcast, Watch What Crappens, they literally sell out stadiums basically at this point. They're just all over the country. Their following is borderline terrifying. I want to talk about that with you Thursday too, about like how these Bravo ladies are all obsessed with you we're going to talk about it this thursday uh follow them online at watch what crappens on instagram and uh guys we'll be back thursday and download obviously download their podcast because that's saying you can also follow me if you want at mish call but you don't have to obviously do it see you thursday This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H, C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.